0: Top of the morning to you and welcome to our newest episode of Capital Markets Quickie from MVP Mind Value Partners, where we present to you the most important events on the capital markets in just under 10 minutes, hence the name Capital Markets Quickie. My name is Andrit Zella, coming at you from Frankfurt, Germany, Europe's financial hub and home to the ECB. It was yet another positive week for the stock market and the S&P 500 is even flirting with record highs. The last time the S&P 500 had a record high was on February 19th of this year and, well, we're not too far away from breaking that record. On the other hand, precious metals were under some pressure and had their first weekly fall since early June. Now, The reason for that comes from the yield spike of US 10-year treasuries, which nearly went up 15 basis points in the course of one week. And we all know that higher yields tend to lift the dollar and pressure gold and silver. And the dollar did drift higher especially due to strong numbers of US jobs data and that made gold and silver less appealing for investors last week. Gold closed the week with minus 4.45% and silver slightly weaker at minus 6.54%. However, the long-term uptrend is still intact for gold and silver and that has a lot to do with the US dollar weakness and the scale of stimulus taking place, and that has yet to take place, and last but not least, we expect interest rates to remain low or negative. So it might not be such a bad idea to diversify your portfolio with gold and little brother silver. Now back to the stock market. The S&P 500 closed the week with only 0.64%, and a year-to-date performance of 4.4%. The German stock market had a weekly performance of 1.79% which amounts to minus 2.62% year-to-date performance. Japanese stocks outperformed the rest with 4.30% performance on the week and only minus 1.55% on the year. These amazing gains we have seen over the past few months are certainly welcomed by investors and myself included, however, This rebound that has brought the stock market back near record levels does raise some key questions such as why has the stock market recovered so quickly after all the economy is far from being back on its feet. And the other question that I've been asking myself especially is when will the stock market be due for another breather. I mean, we've had quite the run so far. Let's first take a look at why the stock market has recovered so quickly. The economy is still a long way from regaining its pre-pandemic GDP level, but the stock market's recovery is a reflection of the forward-looking nature of stocks, after all. And I do like to remind my audience time and time again, the stock market prices in the future and not the present, the rally that we're seeing on the market right now is therefore reflecting a positive outlook of continued economic recovery and rebound in corporate profits over the remainder of this year and probably throughout 2021. But let's also not forget that all of this was made possible with the help of different policies. Policy actions have played a leading role in the market recovery. Fiscal relief from Congress has, so far, been effective in helping fill the income gap created by historic spike in unemployment. Meanwhile, the Fed has implemented unprecedented monetary policy stimulus, such as rate cuts, lending facilities, credit market support, and buying bonds. which has ultimately spurred market optimism that monetary conditions will remain extremely accommodative to the recovery for some time to come. And that goes for Europe as well. The European Central Bank is committed to its bond purchasing program and is very likely to continue these purchases until at least June 2021. And if the European Central Bank were to stop They would continue to reinvest coupons and maturities from their existing holdings for an extended period after that. So this is obviously stock market friendly when Big Brother Central Bank continues to pump liquidity into the markets. Now let's tackle that second question, since that is probably what a lot of investors are worried about. Is the stock market due for a breather anytime soon? We've all heard the saying, what goes up must come down. And there are certainly a few factors that will very likely make the ride quite bumpy looking ahead. For example, inflation could be one of those topics. However, inflation is still running well below trend and below the Fed's target level, and that will probably be that way for a while longer. However, we should closely watch to see if supply chain disruptions from the pandemic downturn create a more lasting mismatch in supply and demand, which could ultimately lift inflation. And that would have implications for the Fed's ability to keep the current monetary policy of low interest rates in place. Another topic is, of course, politics. It seems like an eternity ago, but it was only in January that the United States and China put their differences aside and agreed on a trade agreement. But a lot has happened since then. US President Donald Trump's campaign trail is full speed ahead right now, and his rhetoric towards Beijing has not improved since then. He continues to rant against China, which he believes wants to prevent his re-election with all its power. So it's China against Trump, I guess. And the Corona crisis has changed the rules of the game anyway. Due to the pandemic, China has imported less than 25% of US goods agreed on in the first phase of the deal. So it will therefore be difficult to make up for that shortfall by the end of the year. In any case, both countries, the United States and China, seem to have lost hope or even interest in the trade agreement. And this is one of the topics that will linger around at least until November. Speaking of November. The upcoming presidential elections between Donald Trump and Democratic candidate Joe Biden will add additional uncertainty and anxiety to the markets. History has shown that presidential elections are not long-term dictators of market performance. But we do expect the stock market to experience some volatility as the campaigns and headlines highlight the political uncertainties. Hopefully we learned a lesson from 2016, where everyone was so sure that Hillary would win since she was leading the polls in September and October. This should definitely be an exciting presidential race, and only on November 7th will we know for sure who the winner is. That, ladies and gentlemen, concludes today's Capital Markets Quickie. To all of you listening from every corner of the globe, I wish you all the best, and stay tuned for our next episode on Sunday, August the 23rd.